Welcome to episode 43 of the Ben Briggs podcast. I am Ben Briggs. It's Tuesday, people. Tuesday, the 1st of October, 2000, 2019. And uh, I'm feeling a bit shitty today, by the way. I don't know if you can hear it in my voice. I've just had to take some diff lamb spray um, to uh, sort my voice, voice out of little bit uh, for treatment of painful and sore mouth and throat conditions, which is what I have. Um, I've got some sort of cold or something like that. I don't know. But um, uh, some sort of fucking disease I've picked up from somewhere. Some uh, diseased people out there at the moment. Uh, yeah, so I've got a disease at the minute. Um, and um, yeah, feeling a little bit rough, uh, which is a bit shit because I've got a fucking gig tonight in Cambridge. Uh, but it's only about an hour and a half away, so I can do that. It is currently about six o'clock at night here in the UK, England, Scotland, Wales, Northern Ireland, and nowhere else these days. Um, yes, yeah, so um, can you believe it's October already, people? Uh, yes, I can, Ben, because it was September the 30th yesterday. That's the sort of thing you say, isn't it? Sort of thing to say to people you don't really know that well or people don't know. Can you believe? Can you believe it's uh, October already? Yeah, I can. Yeah, yeah, I can. That's the way time works. Um, but yeah, it's the sort of thing. It's like, oh, only fucking 16 weeks till Christmas or whatever it will be. Uh, sort of thing you say to people you don't fucking really know. And it's a little bit politer. Uh, more polite, rather. Politer, more polite. I don't know whether that's a word, politer. Uh, it's a little bit more polite. Uh, than saying, look, I have nothing to say to you. I have no, which would be an easier thing to say to people. Uh, look, I've got nothing to say to you. Uh, let's just uh, ignore this uncomfortable silence, never speak to each other again, and just nod, just nod to people. It's easier, isn't it? Uh, it's been a bit shitty here today um, in uh, outside of Briggs Towers. It's been thunder and lightning a little bit today. The old uh, fucking winter is kicking on now as soon as October's come. Uh, I don't know if anybody else used to do this. My mum used to. <laughs> My mum used to freak out when it used to like thunder and lightning uh, when we were kids. And she'd make us switch all the electrical shit off in the house and um, and sit on the stairs. I don't know what that was about. I don't know what that was about. Um I think she thought the lightning would come through the electricity and blow the fucking TV up if it was on. I think that was it. So we'd have to sit there until the thunder and lightning had stopped on the stairs, just like me, my brother and my mum just huddled on the stairs. Um, she used to make us walk outside with uh, metal rods as well. and <laughs> That's a bit brutal. Uh, no, but I don't know what that's about. I don't know why she did that. It's like one of these, uh, like these wives' tales or whatever, isn't it? I have no idea uh, why she made us do that for for safety's sake. I imagine that uh, in the million, one in a million chance that the lightning would hit our house and then travel through the TV and then from the TV into all of us, like that fucking final scene of Raiders of the Lost Ark, and our faces would start melting and shit like that. <laughs> I have no idea. And and you wonder why I've got issues about shit. Uh, that could be it. 
And the worst thing about it is now I live in a ground floor flat. So when it's thundering and lightning now, I can't uh, I can't even sit on some stairs. I have no stairs to sit on. I'll have to uh, I'll have to get some fucking metal decorators uh, steps and just sit at the top of them. I imagine, uh, which isn't going to help. Obviously, if uh, lightning strikes, I'll just get fried in the air um, while sitting there. But anyway, so uh, yeah, it's looking a bit fucking grim outside. To be honest, it's always shit this kind of weather. When it, when the nights start getting dark, um, you can see why people fucking end up topping themselves because of that. What is it? Seasonal affective disorder or whatever, and need a fucking light in front of their face. Just to make themselves feel happy. Um, but, uh, yeah. I don't know. Um, yeah, I can see why people get fucking depressed this time of year. It's shit, isn't it? Isn't there a place in fucking Norway or Sweden or something like that that has, like, 24-hour darkness in uh, in the winter and people are just offing themselves like lemons? Like, uh, lemons, lemmings. Fucking hell, offing themselves like lemons. Fucking, anyway, either way, it leaves a bit of taste in their mouth. Pulled it back there. Um, but, uh, yeah, isn't there a place in, like, fucking Sweden or something like that? They've got the highest suicide rate because they live in fucking permanent darkness in the winter and permanent fucking light in the summer or something like that. I don't know. Maybe I've made that up. I don't know. There's a documentary somewhere that I've watched. Um, really, Ben, you've watched a documentary about people in Sweden or fucking Norway or whatever, killing themselves. Yeah, it's the sort of thing that uh, tailors to my interest. Thank you very much. <laughs> I'm bang on that. Talking of shit of, uh, talking of shit I've watched this week, um, I watched the film and uh, with a Scandinavian connection as well. Look at that for a fucking segue into this bit. Um I watched the film uh, Eternity's Gate. Now, if you haven't watched this, sorry about this. I'm going to fucking... Uh, my nose is fucking dripping like fuck at the minute. Um, anyway, uh, I watched the film Eternity's Gate, uh, which is pretty much the bleakest fucking film uh, I've I've seen, at least in a long while. It kind of fucked my head up a little bit. It was that fucking bleak. Um, if you haven't seen it, it's got William Defoe playing a Van Gogh with and without ear. Uh, he's playing, uh, I think it's like based around the last 80 days of his fucking life when he moved to some place. And um, and then fucking either shot himself or didn't shoot himself. I don't know. There's uh, It leaves it a bit ambiguous at the end. Because I read on Wikipedia that he actually fucking killed himself. But the film seems to suggest that he was fucking robbed and shot in the stomach. And um, and uh, left for dead, basically, and then died about two days later. Um, but it is the fucking bleakest fucking film. Uh, it's just like all the colours in there and that sort of shit, are that sort of like bluey, sort of like cold look to the whole film. And um, it was quite interesting, though, watching it and stuff. Uh, because it was just like... He's, he's like the... Uh, the archetypal sort of like tortured genius, isn't he? He's like the guy that everybody like who wasn't appreciated in his lifetime and then becomes, you know, like fucking famous afterwards. He's sort of like set about that whole myth of the tor- tortured artist who's not appreciated in his own lifetime. And then, you know, like if he'd have hung around a little bit 
Or maybe he wouldn't. Maybe that's part of the thing. Um, maybe that's part of the thing. But the the weird bit that got me was when he he was obviously a bit fucked up, as you can tell by the film. But um, yeah, you know, anyone who cuts off their own fucking ear is a little bit fucking twisted, aren't they? You know, unless you're doing it fucking for a laugh. Somebody bets you a million quid to cut off your ear. Yeah, fucking hell, I'd do that. And then you immediately pack it in ice. But they they weren't the times back then. He just wore a fucking uh, little sock over that side of his head, tied around his head. <laughs> like it was a fucking cartoon character who's just got a whack on the head. Um, but yeah, apparently he had some sort of argument with uh, one of the... Um, Another artist, because they all used to hang out together, man. Uh, uh, Paul Gauguin, I think it was. And then cut off his ear um, to try and prove a point. I think you win that argument there, buddy. You know what I mean? <laughs> I think Paul Gauguin must have gone, okay, I'll drop the issue. You win the fucking argument. I get it. And then as an act of fucking love to a prostitute, difficult person to love, I imagine. I don't know. Hey prostitutes have got to find love as well even back in the 1890s or whenever this was um he uh gave it as a token of affection imagine <laughs> i've had some shit christmas gifts gifts from fucking ex-girlfriends and that nobody listens to this podcast if any of them are um but uh yeah i've had some fucking awful gifts where you look at it and you go uh, i'm not sure you really know me um, but having a severed ear given to you as <laughs> ah, here's my ear. I'll always be uh, listening to you. Uh, what do you do with a gift like that? Put it on a necklace, I imagine. I don't know. You'd bury it. Do you bury it? Burn it? Can't give it away, can you? No one's going to buy somebody else's fucking ear. I'll tell you what, though, if she had hung on to it, that fucking ear would be worth a fucking fortune. I wonder if, uh, let's have a little Google of this. Uh, what happened to, uh, to fucking Van Gogh's ear? Was it given away? I don't know. Let's have a look. Van Gogh cut off his left ear when tempers fled with Paul Gauguin. I've said that. Van Gogh's illness revealed itself. Oh, fucking, yeah, he was clearly a fucking mental case, wasn't he? Why did Van Gogh cut off his ear? Uh, it doesn't really say what happened to the ear. There could be an ear sitting there in a box somewhere worth fucking millions. Millions that would be worth, wouldn't it? They sold his fucking gun, apparently. They found the gun that was he either shot himself with or was shot with, and that went for about 200 grand when it sold. So I imagine the fucking ear, that is the most famous ear in history. It's got to be. Hasn't it? I can't think of any other more famous ears than Van Van Hock. Is that how you say it? Van Gogh. Van Gogh Hock. Gogh Hock. I don't know. Anyway, um, yeah, that's got to be the most famous ear. I can't think of, like, Dumbo's, but that's a fucking cartoon character. Uh, Prince Charles's ears, maybe. But as a singular ear, that has got to be the most famous ear in history, isn't it? Uh, I imagine. I don't know. That's a weird fucked up thing, isn't it? Here's an ear. Just thinking about you, sweetheart. I mean, I've, you know, everyone's a little bit clingy sometimes, aren't they, in a relationship when you start off, but fucking, you don't end up cutting off your fucking ear and sending it to someone, do you? Just, <laughs> it's a little love token. Uh, what do you say to that? Well, you know, like, I prefer, it's not you. 
or the ear or anything like that. I just prefer people with like two ears. And th- ah, fuck. I knew you were a two ear girl. I should never have done it. Um, but yeah, the film's a little bit fucked up and it kind of messes with your head a little bit because he's just constantly repeating shit that people have said to him as if he's like, as he's going through the film. So he's going deeper and deeper and deeper. And I think he, in one scene, he's in a fucking mental hospital in a fucking bath or something. And it looks so fucking bleak. It's awful. Um, because that's what they did then, wasn't it? Back in the old 1890s, you showed a bit fucking a weird shit and they just like institutionalize you and start beating you with shit and fucking experimenting on you. That's what they used to do, wasn't it? Um, thank God those times have changed. Now they just fucking give you a label and push you out into society. See you later. Um, actually, they're a little bit better these days, aren't they? Uh, let's have a bit of coffee because my voice is fucking fucked. Ah, oh, dear. There we go. Fucking bit of the old cappuccino today, Ben. Treating yourself. Love it. Love it. What are we on? 13 minutes already. Fucking hell, man. And I've said fuck all. Uh, right, okay. Um, yeah, so that, that film, I thoroughly recommend watching that film, by the way. Like, uh, it might fuck your head up a little bit, but I thoroughly recommend it. What's been in the news this week? Actually, actually, uh, we've got uh, a new section. Holy fucking shit, a new section. Uh, we've got a bit of sponsorship for the podcast, so I've got to uh, read out uh, some of these uh, advertising for the podcast. So um, we've got a couple of adverts to read out, so we'll do that now. Right, so adverts. Are you tired of being the stupidest person in the room? Are you always the one to say things that cause an uncomfortable silence? Well, now... These days can be behind you because at my friend, uh, myretardedfriend.com, they can put you in touch with people with a low IQ who can make sure you're not uh, the dummy at the dinner party. For just £10 or $13 a month, they can open up a database of over 2 million thick as fuck numbskulls who are just willing to make uh, tits out of themselves in public to take the heat off you. Sounds good. Each one of our retarded friends' profiles gives a unique breakdown of the particular social faux pas you can expect to encounter. Or you even can search by categories which range from racism, homophobia, misogyny, or mild to heavy sexual harassment to find the perfect retarded friend for you. Read Ian's story. Okay, this is Ian's story. For years, I was always putting my foot in it at weddings, christenings and funerals, and I was almost shunned by my own family. Then, in desperation, I joined retardedfriend.com. I didn't know what to expect, but I contacted a guy called Callum and arranged to bring him along to my niece's 18th birthday. Whilst talking to my sister and some of her middle-class friends, who... The subject of immigrants came up. I uh, I launched into a full-on onslaught. And they shouldn't be in this country, but no one batted an eyelid. It was at this moment I noticed Callum had taken a shit on my niece's birthday cake and was trying to light it like a candle. No one even noticed my Indian accent or head wobble. Since then, Callum accompanies me everywhere. Thanks, myretardedfriend.com. You can now get a 20% discount on annual subscription by using the promo code SHITCANDLE at checkout. 
That's myretardedfriend.com. Promo code shitcandle. Uh, MyRetardedFriend.com is not responsible for any criminal acts that are caused by any of its members. That's the first advert, people. Uh, What we got next? Uh, CatMeat.com. CatMeat.com. CatMeat.com is the company for everyone who likes to eat pussy. Make sure you make the most of the double entendre in brackets. Yes, I've done that. I've done that. At CatMeat.com, they source 100% free-range cats. Stun them, freeze them, and foil-wrap them to get them to your door as fresh as possible. CatMeat is a lean, low-fat, high-protein meat that is probably recommended by doctors. For only £5 or $7 a month, uh, they supply uh, two fully-grown adult cats to your door uh, with this one-time offer, uh, if you uh, quote the code, uh, where's Mr. Tibbles gone at checkout? They will send you a free metal cat litter tray that can be used as a roasting tin for that authentic feline dining experience. Uh, also, for September only, they are doing two-for-one offers, offers on ground kitten meat. That's ground kitten meat that comes in two flavours, furred or furless. So... You have absolutely no reason not to order today. Log on to catmeat.com and start munching pussy now. Oh, hey. All uh, similarities of catmeat.com's products and missing cat posters are purely coincidental. Right, that is the advertising done for this episode. What have I seen? Uh, They may or may not be true, eh? Uh, What I have seen um, this week... Uh, since I last saw you on the internet. Let's have a look. Uh, there's a fucking... Somebody was saying the other day that uh, all of my uh, news stories seem to be a bit cock-related, a little bit cock-heavy. Um, I'm sorry about that, but, uh, you know, there's a lot of cock news out there. Um, these things happen, don't they? You know, there was an awful last time it was somebody with a fucking big cock and then it's testicles the week before and that sort of thing. This is what you get uh, in the news these days. Cock is always going to be big news, I'm afraid. And this episode is no different. What is Bangkok? The terrifying new playground trend. Bangkok. Um, The trend has made headlines this week after a 12-year-old boy nearly lost his testicle after being punched in the groin. Take that, Bangkok. Uh, parents are being warned of a terrifying, terrifying new playground trend. This isn't new. People going, what's the capital of Thailand? And then you, then answering it, Bangkok and whacking you in the nuts. This was on fucking, wasn't that on fucking the film American Pie? I'm sure it was on that film. I remember this happening at my school and I'm fucking 42. People were doing this. Uh, parents are being warned. It should say parents are being warned of a terrifying, not not that much of a terrifying, and also old playground trend sweeping the. They fucking love to ramp it up. The old Bangkok attacks happen when boys ask, "What is the capital of Thailand?" before hitting them in the privates. It's always boys. Oh, man. Uh, the trend has made headlines this week after a 12-year-old boy lit, nearly lost his testicle after being punched in the groin. That must have been one hell of a fucking punch right on the nut. Right on the nut. Uh, medics were in battle 
against in a battle against time to save Bailey Summers. What the fuck kind of a fucking name is that? Bailey Summers. Jesus, man. Is that all those sort of names that are out there these days? Sounds like sounds like somebody who's in fucking Beverly Hills 90210. Show him my age. Uh, manhood as they feared the worst when he was taken to hospital. He's going to lose his testy. Mouth to mouth on the old testy. His mum, Emma Jane, told how her petrified son uh, was in agony and begging for help as she was forced to sign a waiver allowing doctors to remove his testicles <laughs> if needed. Oh, that's a fucking difficult thing to sign for a mother, isn't it? That is a difficult... No grandkids now. Uh, he was very, very, very lucky, said Emma Jane. They have been nipped and tucked with four stitches to each testicle. Fucking hell. But he is in a wheelchair for two weeks and can't do strenuous activity for up to six weeks. He's going to be missing out on school and a trip to Blackpool, all because of a stupid craze. Well, to be honest, Blackpool's a fucking shithole anyway. It's the sort of place where you could end up with test, um, stitches in your testicles. <laughs> So you'll probably fit in with the general population. Uh, further issues may arise in the future, but right now we need to concentrate on his recovery. Get a nice pack on it, sweetheart. Uh, Emma Jane said, Bangkok attacks are happening in schools on a daily basis and must be stopped. Uh, they'll be campaigning to uh, no doubt get uh, Thailand's uh, capital um, city uh, changed uh, to something like, I don't know, fucking... Feathercock or something like that. So a trend of whacking it with a feather, just so you know, just so it uh, so it uh, uh, stops any of this. Why not wear a cup? You know, if you go in dress as a fucking American footballer when you go into school, and this sort of shit's not going to happen. <laughs> this is a craze that has come back into trend. Is it? Is it a trend now? Like fucking Rubik's cubes and fucking yo-yos. Uh, the boys randomly punch their target in the testicles to cause intense pain. Yeah, it's going to do that, man. My son had had that done to him that day. It must be the cause. It's been a nightmare. I'm in pieces like my son's testicles <laughs> and, and future hopes of children. Uh, I don't want to share my private business, but this is Bangkokin who's been going on for a while in school and has come back as a stupid face. My poor son is an example of what can happen. This needs to be brought to the attention of kids. You can leave your kids out there. You can lo lose your fucking uh, lose your fucking nutsack uh, if uh, if you're banging each other. This is what's happening in it. You've got this is the extremes of like childhood. That is more like a childhood uh, I had at my school. The Bangkokin thing. Um, Definitely. It was dead arms, wasn't it? After you got your TB jab. That was the thing. As soon as you got your TV jab, somebody would grab your arm and fucking start nailing the top of it uh, with a fist just to inflict as much pain as possible. This is the extremes of children. You've got kids like that, and then you've got that Greta Thunberg or whatever. Thurberg? Thur ah, Greta. Greta Thunberg? Thurberg. Whatever. Anyway, uh, you've got her like campaigning to save the planet. Good on you, girl. She knows more about it than I fucking do. She's only 16. Um, is that what it's come to as well, reading that story this week about that Greta Thunberg? Thurberg? Who knows? Um, either, either. Um, 
the, the moral arbiters of our society are now 16-year-olds. And uh, some of them are going around punching. That's what she, maybe she should have done that for all the shit she's taken this week from adults uh, about trying to save the, hey, man, I just want to save the planet. Shut up, little girl. We've got money invested in this. You go fuck yourself. We're going to be dead by the time it's fucked anyway. That's basically the response has been, isn't it? Ah, oh, you stupid little fucking girl. Fair play to her. Getting out there, fucking tree-hugging hippie. Like it. It's not going to make a jot of difference, I don't think, to be perfectly honest. It's not going to make a jot of difference what she did. Uh, it was a good speech. Uh, and then you've got retards like Jeremy Clarkson fucking banging on about, hey, man, I just want to drive the car first. Can I do that? As the fucking ozone layer is collapsing around him. Um, anyway, uh, yeah, so you've got, you got the extremes, haven't you? You've got a fucking 16-year-old like that, and then the rest of kids in the world seems to be punching each other in the bollocks. It's always men. Men are the problem. That's it. You know, just wipe out a generation of men, and then we'll have women coming through, saving the planet, not punching. Yeah, but they'd, like, you start punching each other in the clit or something like that. There'd be something on the internet. You know, they changed the name of, you know, what's the, what's the fucking name of a normal northern town? Clear the right bang. Oh, Jesus. Uh, <laughs> Scunthorpe <laughs> kicked in the fucking pussy. Uh, I don't know. But, uh, yeah, that's what we need. Just go, just get rid of men. Maybe that's it. After I'm dead, obviously, just have a mass call, have women run the world. Uh, it would probably be a lot better place. There'd be a lot more arguing, a lot more, a lot more slagging off behind the back. What the fuck she wearing? Hey, look at her. I think she's a bit special, didn't she? Hey, hey. Oh, hi Claire. How you doing? You're right. Fuck off, Claire. I fucking hate Claire. Hi. How you doing? You're right. There'd be a lot more of that, maybe. But uh, we might have an environment to save. She's taking some shit. That sixteen-year-old. She looks a bit of a psychopath. Uh, while she's giving that speech. I ain't going to lie to you. That's what I thought. I thought she looked a bit of a psychopath. But thank God we've got 16-year-olds to fucking save the world for us. I know that sounds sarcastic, but I think she thinks she uh, thinks she's actually done quite a good job there and raised quite a, a lot of awareness. But the thing is, she's fighting against fucking the massive corporations who really don't give a fuck. Most people don't give a fuck. Most people don't put their fucking recycling out. They just do it as a way of just getting rid of their fucking rubbish. There's no passion in there, is it? Not that you ought to have passion about fucking recycling, to be perfectly honest, but... Oh, dear. Um, yeah. I don't know. Sorry, I almost fucked up my fucking uh, recorder then. So there's a keys. There's a That kid's going to get fucking mercilessly fucking uh, taking a piss out of as well. Hey, nut stitches. How you doing, nuts? That's gonna... <laughs> Oh, that's going to be his... Oh. I bet he was like, Mum, just don't tell anyone about this. Don't make a big deal about it. It's fine. Ah. No, I'm going to go to the paper and tell everyone about this. This Bangkok in my stop is going to be nut stitches for the rest of his life. Ah, oh, innate. Nut stitches. Oi, nut stitches. Why do they call you nut stitches? Well, there was this thing. Oh, my God, you're that kid. There's this... I almost lost my testicles, man. I've been through a lot. 
He's going to be sitting in a fucking therapy session when he's older, talking about the fucking stitches in his nuts, trying to fucking get the old scars down off his nuts with the old bio oil. (laughs) He's going to be nut stitches for the rest of his life, thanks to his mum. This has got to stop. You've got to stop hitting each other in the fucking testicles. Somebody's going to get done for sexual assault for that. You know it. There's a kid. Wasn't there a kid in the paper the other week? Some kid with learning difficulties or something who went up like uh, and hugged somebody. He's like in primary school or something. And uh, went up and hugged like one of the other kids. Give him a kiss on the cheek. And now he's on a fucking register with the school. <laughs> for fucking sexual sexual harassment. Jesus, that's what kids do, isn't it? Isn't it going too far? Is it going too far? I don't know. It wasn't fucking fingering him in the arsehole or something, got him bent over, forcing against their will. I don't know, man. The world's a strange, crazy place, man. What are we on? 28 minutes, man. Jesus Christ, we're almost done for the day. Um, That was pretty much episode 43. That's all I wanted to talk about. Uh, There was a bit of new stuff in there. We're going to get that better. Get it a bit more slicker, see how we go. And uh, I'm going to be doing a couple of those every fucking episode now. And then I'm going to throw something else in at the end. So uh, that will be on Saturday. Um, You can like, subscribe, fucking it's enough that you listen to this, to be perfectly honest, people. Um, But you can like, subscribe and all that sort of shit um, on the Apple or Podcast being website if you want to send me anything uh messages or just telling me i'm a cunt it's uh podcast at benbriggs.co.uk have a good week motherfuckers um i'll be back on saturday uh have a good week till then i'll speak to you then take care